Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube as we speak. There's a clutch corner takeaway of Post Up 5R, so I have no idea who's on tonight. Actually, I think Alana's hosting. Make sure you check that out. Uh, tonight after you listen to us or maybe you actually listened to it or watched it before you started to listen to us. Also check out FiveReasonSports.com from the latest from Brady Hawk, Mateo Mayorga and everybody else in the Five Reasons crew. We do not have a paywall on that website. It is totally free. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Includes our friends over at Therapist Preferred. They've got a special right now. It's up to 30% off this week. Okay, so use the code BLACKFRIDAY 5RSN. That's Black Friday, 5RSN. Use that code for 30% off premium CBD. That means the tincture. That means the sports cream. That means the gummies, whether shrub or lemonade or the other flavors. That's where you got to go for the best stuff to help you recover and also to sleep and everything else. CBD is great for you. So therapistpreferred.com. Use the code Black Friday 5RSN just this week. And you'll get 30% off. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. No watch party tonight. Can't be blamed for this one. Uh, The Miami Heat, up by as many as 12, I believe, at one point, end up losing by 12 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They get dominated in the fourth quarter. Anthony Edwards tonight. 33 points, 14 rebounds, and six assists. And that even includes the fact that his dunk, where he basically Jason Terried gave Vincent, didn't count because it was taken off the board. That franchise is different with him as their number one player. 33, 14, and six tonight. Carl Anthony Towns in foul trouble uh, most of the game and had 11 points. But really, it was some other guys. D'Angelo Russell with 20. And then uh, Vander, uh, excuse me, um, yeah, Jared Vanderbilt with 15 rebounds. I feel like all of those were in the first half uh, for the Heat. And we're going to get into what happened tonight. Uh, the numbers really, to me, in my view, don't really tell the story. Bam Adebayo led with 18 points, five rebounds, three assists. Duncan Robinson with 17 points. Jimmy Butler with 16, eight and five. Tyler Hero with 16. Gabe Vincent was kind of the one surprise contributor tonight with 14 on four of seven from three. But, you know, tonight's floor plan, to me, this is a pretty simple story, Greg, and I'm here with Greg Sylvander. They lost composure, and 
that's really the first time I felt that even the two LA games, which I was at in person, I didn't feel that I felt tonight. They felt the crowd. I felt tonight that they, they, they reacted to the officials. They reacted to Minnesota's ball pressure in a bad way. They, they had trouble with Minnesota's athleticism and length, which I do think is, is a story that we should follow as the season goes on. I think this kind of team could give the heat problems kind of saw it with Boston at home earlier this year. Um, and, but to me, it's not, it's not one guy, although I know there's going to be a lot of focus on one guy and that guy to me is bam. Um, but it was really all of their top players lost composure tonight. I mean, all of bam's numbers came early and, and I'm going to, again, we'll focus on his fourth quarter as we go forward, but Lowry fouled out. Okay. And they missed him when he wasn't in and he was still chirping at the officials afterwards. Jimmy was affected by the crowd. I don't think there's any question. He did not play his normal game tonight. Uh, Duncan, we know he's in his head already. He did end up with 17, but I mean, the three threes came kind of late, you know, by then he, he had shot them out of a lot of possessions and, and it was not hero's best performance. I, I don't think he was awful, but he, he didn't really give you what he's been giving you. He was five of 18, but really none of them were good enough. Um, but I'm going to, I want to start, we have to start with Bam, I think, because that's, you know, you go on Twitter and you see what the reaction is and he started so well tonight, you know, and, and I think tonight is kind of a, a microcosm of the frustrations with him. And we talked about it on the pregame to me, this wasn't the knee, um, to me, you know, he, the knee looked fine early in the game. He was attacking. He was getting to the, to the, to the free throw line. He was missing his free throws tonight. Um, but he was getting to the free throw line. He was playing the right way Then he was taken out of the game in the second half. And when he came back, it was like turnover, turnover, moving screen, turnover, not strong with the ball. He was either drifting or hurting them. And and I just, you know, it's like with Duncan where we've kind of, we just can't ignore it anymore. I think to me, I'm at that stage. Like I want to see him complete games beginning to end and we have to have this conversation, Greg. He's a max guy now. Like on a night that Jimmy really didn't have it, Tyler didn't have it. You need Bam to have it the whole way he didn't. It's true. Um, I, I think there's a lot of things we need to address team wise because like this is two games in a row now against teams that they should beat that they either had to have a heroic performance from Tyler uh, to get by or they lost. So like there's something brewing team wise that's worth looking at but bam in particular yeah i i think you hit the nail on the head like there were some opportunities where he switched for no reason and he continues to do that um and then puts other guys out of position um and then just ultimately jimmy was really bad like when when you started the show and you said that bam was the guy that's getting all of the heat i actually think jimmy was much worse tonight overall Mm -hmm. um and I can explain why in a moment, but when Jimmy doesn't have it going, like you hit the nail on the head, Bam is being paid now to pick up the slack on those nights. And like, yeah, of course, it's unrealistic to say that he'll be able to do that every single night on command because nobody is a robot that can do that. But in a game like this, when you see kind of early that Jimmy is not getting it going, Kyle is in foul trouble. Uh, I would expect that Bam would continue to keep his foot on the gas pedal with the aggression. And then the other thing is this, like part of what makes Bam great is the touch at the free throw line. So he's got to hit the free throws if he's going to get 11 attempts. So that was tough there, but I don't think this is fully on Bam. I think we have a lot of other guys that are worth talking about as well. Yeah. And I think, again, it is unfair to put it all on Bam. And like I said, none of their key players played well tonight. 
But the reason I'm putting it more on Bam is because Jimmy has had basically three of these this season. Okay. And tonight, you knew it was going to go one way or the other. Either he was going to respond to the crowd, which again was booing the only guy that gave him a playoff appearance in the last two decades. But either he was going to respond to the crowd. But, and by the way, he was right about Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I, you know, I know we all feel for Carl Anthony Towns, what he's gone through off the court, but he was right about Carl Anthony Towns because Carl Anthony Towns is not the lead player on Minnesota when they're winning right now. It's, it's, it's Anthony Edwards who is okay. He, he was correct on him. And to be honest, he was correct to a certain degree on Wiggins, although we've seen Wiggins kind of resurrect himself with a different role in golden state, but uh, you know, <laughs> With Jimmy, he was going to go one way or the other. Either he was going to give a masterful, in-your-face kind of LeBron against Cleveland-type performance tonight, or he was going to get distracted by it. And I felt he got distracted by it. He got off of his game. He was paying attention to the fans in a way he doesn't typically pay attention to them. He wasn't really getting them to the offense. And so, again, I'm not excusing you know Jimmy, but Jimmy's allowed to have three of these to, you know the entire season. Bam has had more. And that's why I'm saying like, and the reason I think it was frustrating tonight is that you saw from Bam early, everything you wanted to see. So it's not like he wasn't capable of it physically tonight. It's just, he gets in his own way. And like I said, he's not looking at the basket for long stretches of the game. Then, you know, he's all, he's all, he's a great screener, but like all he's doing is screening. And then he had the moving screen at the end of the game. Um, and, and just the turnovers, I think one thing that is concerning is, you know, he's gotten better in a lot of ways with his skill set. But one thing he he hasn't seemed to is with his strength, with his hands near the basket um, yeah. that has that has not uh, improved. And I don't know that it will significantly improve. And it makes it difficult too much. Yeah, He gets stripped too much. Right. I mean, most of his turnovers are related to that. And that happened at the end of the game tonight. So, I, I mean, I again, I. <laughs> It was a collective collapse. I've seen this game before in that building, and that's an interesting young team with a lot of pieces, okay? Now, whether or not they finally have a coach that can put this thing together and they have a structure in place, I'm not sure. But I I think what we're going to talk about after the break beyond sort of the BAM thing, and we have to talk Duncan too, I think, but is is whether or not this formula against the Heat uh, is something that other teams can use. Length, athleticism, they got beat up on the boards tonight. They're now 0-4 when they get beaten in rebounding. Eric Reed kept talking about that tonight. Uh, that's not a lot of times it's happened. But when it's happened this year, it, you've noticed it. And tonight, they couldn't keep Vanderbilt. They could not keep him off the boards. Um, and they couldn't do anything with Malik Beasley off the bench either. Uh, they were not closing out on him consistently. So when we come back, we're going to talk about some of those issues. We have to address the Duncan thing, though, too. I, I just... I. And Kyle to a degree. And, and Kyle and Kyle. Yeah, no, for sure. All right. But before we do, I want to tell you about another sponsor, the five reasons sports network. This is a new one. Again, we give you all these health products because we want to make you feel better, especially after games like this intense nutrition. They're based in Coral Springs. They've got a shop there. If you're tired of the chains, you know, the one I'm talking about with the three letters where they don't really help you not personalized service. This is where you want to go. Intense nutrition. They got everything there. They can teach you. They can well, they can give you the products and work you through an intense cleanse and detox. So they can help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in 10 days. They can design the specific stacks for you, whether it's for the aging man, the budding athlete, or just to fight cold and fluid season. And of course, they've got all the pre and post workout regimens, superior quality and superior service. Here's where you go. They got a Facebook page and an Instagram page, intense nutrition. You can check them out out there. 
but also you can just call 954-775-0257, 954-775-0257. They're on University Drive. It's 2540 North University Drive in Coral Springs. And as we started doing these advertisements, I've had a bunch of people reach out to me and say, I already go to that store. So find out why. Reach out to Mike and everybody else who's there. Again, it's Intense Nutrition, 954-775-0257. Tell them five reasons sent you. They'll help you regardless. But Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Tell them five reasons sent you, then they'll, they'll make sure that you get the right kind of products and program for you. All right, let's talk about the Duncan thing here a little bit. Because um, again, I don't want this to be simply BAM-centric, all right? Or simply even Jimmy-centric. Uh, Duncan did make three straight threes later in the game. How many take tonight? 15? 15. And here, here's something crazy. Let me just, let me spit this out before you get into Duncan. The Heat had 19 less field goal attempts than the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. 13 of which were three-point field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just staggering that Minnesota got that many more looks at the basket. Minnesota took 55 threes. Correct. But Duncan was 5 of 15, to your point. Okay. So he finishes at 33%. Um, and I know Spolster's answer is going to be, if he took 15, he should have taken 55. I, I just... <clears throat> Some of the ones he's missing, I, I just I, the one off the side of the backboard from yeah. the corner. Um, I, I just he's not the same. I, I just I, we have to acknowledge it at this point. Like we we keep waiting for the breakout, and you know you say five threes tonight. He was second on the team in scoring, but he's actively hurting them with his shooting because they are relying on it. They don't. He, and we're going to touch on the Struess thing here in a second, but they're not playing a lot of shooters. I mean, PJ Tucker is like what sixth in the league in three point shooting, but he's not high volume and he can only yeah. shoot it from one spot. Okay. And Gabe, not- Gabe has had a night, but he doesn't norm- normally have those. Right. Nights, so, so, it's so like you're talking, and, and they don't want Caleb Martin shooting a lot of threes. They want him defending and doing some athletic things. Kyle, we talk about has not really normalized to where he should be. And he was one of four from three tonight. He never really got into the game until late because of the six fouls. But you don't want Jimmy shooting a lot of threes. He was over three tonight. He was flat on that shot. So really, I mean, beyond hero, okay, who I don't even look at as a three point shooter. Now he's, he's a scorer from everywhere. He's a three level. I mean, really it's, it's Duncan. He is the one specialist that they're using in the rotation, especially that they're not using shrews. He's got to be at 40% consistently. He, I mean, you know, 30, okay. You say 40%. If he made one more, he would have been at 40%. Okay. But it, it's just, yeah, it's it, not the same. It's not, it's not the, the same. Some of the looks are just not, I don't know what it is. He's just, I, it's just, he loses focus concentration. He looks like he's, he's pissed at the basket after he misses. I it's, it's not what we watched. Last, it's not fluid. Like it was last season. You're right. And it's not like sometimes he would have those moments where he would hit multiple daggers in a row, like, you know, maybe in five possessions, hit three threes. And like you would have that those moments and there's just they're few and far between, if any, sometimes. And, I, and that that is an issue. And I, I think this entire season, 
Duncan and Kyle have gotten really lucky that Tyler has been so amazing Mm -hmm. off the bench because he has masked what otherwise has been a pretty pedestrian start from that backcourt. If we're really being honest and looking at it, um, you know, all heat bias aside, like when they're winning and the offense is clicking in the first seven games, obviously, then if they weren't shooting as well, you can live with that. But as the sample size grows and they lose some of these games and they drop them, you expect some of those guys to start to clean some of that up. And it just hasn't happened yet for those two. There's something there that doesn't click. And then to that point, I think that somehow because of the impact Kyle has on the offense and also all of what surrounds Duncan from a gravity perspective, it impacts Jimmy at some point. Yeah. He starts to look uncomfortable too. So. Well, and see, that's the other thing. This stat that was circulating today on Twitter about Jimmy and, and Bam as a duo being their worst duo and having under 100 offensive rating. Although I'm not excusing the two of them for that. I think some of it is they're playing a lot with that starting backcourt that is, is not creating the kind of space for them that I think people were hoping for. And you're right. I mean, the starting backcourt has been, I mean, you know, Kyle does things to help others, but there's, there's long periods of the game. And I'll just say this, that I, I, I sort of am not expecting him to make an impact like, and that's, that's, that's not what I was anticipating when he came in, I mean, he, he has, you know, he had, he had a really, look, he, he sort of had like a, he had the flourish in the fourth quarter last night, uh, against Detroit. And then he had it tonight for about three minutes when he came back and then he fouled out and, you know, foul out games are going to happen. I mean, it's his first in four years. Okay. But yeah. you're going to have games where you're taken out of it by the officials. And he did have six rebounds and five assists in just 23 minutes, but it's not, you're right. It's not consistent enough and they are completely reliant. So if Tyler has a five or 18 game, like he had tonight, where you know they end up with one on one. I mean, that's you know, I mean that's you know, and, and also when they're turning the ball over twenty times. Um, and, and so I, I do think, like as much as I think you and I both like the composition of this team, and I think we've both said you know they've gotten through this schedule in pretty good shape. You are starting to see the flaws that I think will hurt them against teams that you expect them to be better than, like Minnesota, but that present specific problems. Okay, and I think in this case. It was youthful enthusiasm, athleticism, and length. Those things gave them problems tonight. Now, we're going to pivot after the break to the next opponent because it's a different kind of opponent, which I actually think the Heat may match up a little better with. But I do think there's going to be some of these games as we go forward. All right. One more sponsor to tell you about tonight. Manscaped.com. Use the code, again, you're around you get into Black Friday and all this stuff. We're going to give you the same code for this one. 5RSN for all your grooming products, your cologne. You know what they, they sell there. Okay, all that great stuff. Um, look, and it's not just it's not just the below the belt stuff either. They've got that. They literally sent me a nose hair trimmer. So I'm going to, I'm going to lift my nose. No, I'm not on video right now, so I won't do it. But they, <laughs> I don't know why they picked me for that. But they've got great products on the manscaped.com site. So go to manscaped.com, use the code 5RSN. That's 5RSN. You get 20% off and the free shipping. Lots of people have used this without even telling us that they were going to they were going to sign up. I know cuz I see the numbers. So find out for yourself. Go to manscaped.com, use the code 5RSN again and get yourself 20% off. And I have to say this, your balls and your body will thank you. I made sure my daughter was asleep before I did the ad. All right. Let's get to Chicago. Um, 
they have started about the same as the Heat. It's come together pretty quickly for them. I, I'm a believer in Billy Donovan as a coach. Um, maybe not in the playoffs, but I am in terms of constructing a play style that will fit a team. Levine has been good, really good. Obviously, DeRozan has been off the charts. Vucevic has been out, but maybe back by this weekend, apparently. Um, are they lost tonight? Did they lose tonight to Houston? Uh, yes, they did. Okay, they so they they're coming. That probably doesn't help so Miami. They'll, they'll both be twelve and seven coming into the game. And the, but well, again, wait, Chicago was another game play. though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good call. So Chicago was another game, but so maybe, but but the Houston game probably wakes them up a little bit. But but I do feel like um, it's funny. They remind me a little bit in a weird way of the late '90s Knicks team that beat the Heat. The team with Sprewell and Houston and kind of playing off their wings and all that. And especially when they haven't had Vucevic recently and they haven't had as many bigs uh, out there, but they got a lot of guards who can play. I mean, <laughs> it's not just Lonzo got Kobe white. They've got just, they, they just have playable backcourt and wing players. And so you would think on paper, this is more of a challenge than Minnesota, but I actually think the matchups for Miami, I, I mean, Jimmy knows what he's getting for DeRozan. They know each other extraordinarily. Well, obviously Kyle does, although Kyle won't be guarding him much. Um, but I feel like some of the matchups here are a little bit more favorable for Miami. It's a little bit more traditional, I guess. Yeah. Would you agree like, with that? Yeah, yeah. Less of that length that you saw from Minnesota and Minnesota is particularly unique. Like I, as we were thinking here, I was trying to go through teams that gave Miami that kind of trouble. Charlotte popped up on the radar, but mm -hmm. Miami kind of handled them, but that was a, you know, a different point in time as another team that has that kind of length. I'm sure there's a few others. Um, What's interesting about Chicago is that obviously they got two veteran, like literal bucket getters in Levine and, and DeRozan, and that's going to be um, both tough matchups. Um, and then the guy that's getting a ton of minutes for them right now is Alex Caruso. I mean, like literally he's getting 37 to 35 minutes a game. How are they playing all these guys? I don't I was So, I mean, you got, cause Kobe White's getting minutes too, right? So you're talking about ball DeRozan, Levine Caruso, Kobe White. They basically have five perimeters. Let's check, in. Let's check in on what they did tonight. So they started Levine, Ball, DeRozan, Vucevic, and Javante Green, who they've been playing is an, I think, an undrafted player. Uh, and then Caruso, Kobe White, Derek Jones Jr., our old friend. Yeah, he's been um, playing off the bench, yeah. And then one minute to Tony, Bra Tony Bradley, who's the center, and then um, a point guard named Ayo Dasumu, who okay. I don't know much about, got 17 minutes. So it's kind of a skeleton crew off the bench, to your point. So Caruso's getting a ton of minutes, obviously, because he can defend and he's a veteran mm -hmm. there. But they're relying on their starters a bunch. And this is the in other interesting thing is that um, – Lonzo Ball's getting up lots of three-point attempts. Zach Levine has been really good. And this is a team that I think Chicago has aspirations to contend in the East. And I think that ultimately there's, there's a part of that of hanging with the top teams in the East. So mm -hmm. it's going to be a great matchup for them to kind of – it's a measuring stick game for both teams, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and like, like in Minnesota, I mean, Jimmy has obviously a lot of memories in Chicago. He's traditionally played very well there when he's gone back, um, whereas Dwayne, uh, although he didn't play for the Bulls before he played for the Heat the first time, but Dwayne typically didn't play as well at the United Center when he went back. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy traditionally has, but it will be an interesting matchup, and it is a bit of a measuring stick, to be honest, for both teams. I, I think these are two teams that could see each other in the playoffs. I could see this as a 4-5 matchup if Miami slips down 
uh, you know, and which, you know, I, th- I think they're going to be top three as the schedule sort of loosens up, but you never know. And, and so these teams could see each other. And I, like there is that tremendous familiarity and friendship between Jimmy and Kyle and DeMar. And so I, th- there's a lot, you know, th- there's a lot to watch in this game, but I do think it's a little more conventional. And I think the two days off will help Miami uh, to prepare for this one. So we'll see, but tonight uh, disappointing performance from Miami, particularly in the second half. I think I jinxed it on the Twitter spaces at halftime. I said, I think I, they got this one in hand. And so of course they didn't uh, Greg and I will be back. I'm sure over the weekend, Alex will be back soon. Uh, check out our sponsors again, manscaped five RSN therapist preferred for just this week, black Friday, five RSN is the code and intense nutrition. Okay. Ask me about it. Check it out. Get them to design a program for you based in Coral Springs. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.